Comet in your head. Season two. I love, I love your vibes tonight. Happy Wednesday, friends, and welcome to Aquarius Behavior, a best friends podcast. I'm your co-host, Morgan. And I'm your co-host, Samantha. We invite you to hang out with us each Wednesday to take in some chaotic storytelling, low-key learning, and high-quality high audio. audio. That's the Epod promise. Happy Wednesday. Welcome, Sam. Welcome, Morgan. Hi, friends. Hi. What's your bevy today? We're going for straight H2O. So much ice. Mm-hmm. So much hydration. We've been moving just like it's been it's been a day and I'm so happy to be here in the pod lounge. Yes, me too. Yeah, what do you got going on? I heard some also hydrating. Yeah, hydrating. Yeah, it's everyone pure get water that tonight. Get that bevy. No caffeine. Ooh. I want to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. I want to get a good night's sleep. Ooh, nice. Autumn is here and I'm feeling the change. Mm. I'm just feeling the change. I'm feeling cozy. I'm feeling reflective. Oh, that's nice. Yes. <laughs> and we have just a really chill episode today, too. We're playing the best friend game today. Yay, friendship. Blessings. Because mm-hmm. yesterday, I told you this, I literally had a very small, short, light panic attack in my car as I was driving with my husband. And I was going to meet you. We did a wedding shower which was phenomenal. It was wonderful. And I'm there in the early afternoon, and all of a sudden I'm thinking about tomorrow, Monday, which is now today when we're recording, mm-hmm. and what we were supposed to record, and I thought it was Northanger Abbey. And I <laughs> – my heart skipped a beat a moment because I haven't, I haven't started. I haven't started listening. I haven't started listening. I put a hold on it for the library – and I was surprised at how long that took. Oh, really? Yes. Northanger I, Abbey is bopping at the library. Apparently with okay. the audiobooks. Yeah. Yes, because there was not an audiobook available to me. It's immediately. Shame. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess that was just surprising because I have never read this book or seen any of the adaptations. Yeah. But it's popular and other people are reading it. So there you go. We're going to be in the in crowd in just a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you you get to rock out the hundred pages, hundred and ten or so. Because then I saw you and you were saying, "Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to record Best Buds tomorrow," and then I was immediately relieved. I was like, "Oh my god, that's right." Yeah, best friend game. Ooh, best friend game. Yeah, best okay. friend game tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Oh no, yay. but I looked at you and I said, "Girl, I finished my Best Buds homework three weeks early." Yeah, I just you did. I did it. I was just super stoked about it, so I mentioned that. But yeah, it's it's not Northanger Abbey, Abbey today. It's the best friends game. Thank goodness. And there you go, listeners. You know, we at least have three weeks more content for you. <laughs> this will be here for at least three more weeks. At least three more <laughs> weeks. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. <laughs> well... Should we just jump right Let's in, jump in to the best friends game? Yeah, we have right. four cards today. It's a four-carder. I, also, I looked through the deck today. It was different. I just did it. Yeah. I went for that it. That was amazing. You the mental load. Oh, it was just like, and then you handed me a pile of cards and said, all right, here's the vibes tonight. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So would you like to bring the element of randomness and chaos and choose okay, okay. from one of these cards? Yes, da, let's da, go da, with da, the da. one on my right. Mm, this is a nice one to start out with. It's card number 215. 
When you think of Kim Kardashian, what is the first word that comes to mind? Power. Power. Oh my gosh. Tell me for more. sure. Yes. Just that's it. Power. Yep. I do keep up with the Kardashians. You keep up. My phone is just programmed to tell me about the Kardashians because it heard me talking about them one time or heard the TV on or heard a commercial. I don't know. And it just, it tells me everything that's going on with them. And so I know, and I'm curious and that's all. It's I don't know Kim Kardashian personally. I don't know her personally, but she I might listen to that to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, but I mean, I'm just interested. I'm fascinated. And that's the word that comes to mind. Yeah. Power. Just looking into a whole nother world. Just, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that's like. Being able to peek in Whoa. through the windows, check it out. What does that make you think of? I just think eyes because it just, anytime there's a Kardashian happening, it's, they have the makeup line, they have the thing, but it's always just boom. Yeah. Your eyes. It's always eye makeup. It's always just like fake lash. It's also because I can't do, I no. I'm going to rephrase that. It's not that I can't do fake lashes. It gives me anxiety. And so anytime that I see just like gorgeous eye makeup or just great, great looking lashes, I'm just like, oh, wow. That's nice. Anyway. Yeah. It's it's just all the it's just all the makeup lines and. (laughs) I'm giving you a just a really like I'm smizing, but like not <laughs> like it's fierceness. Fierce. Yeah. They do have fierce eyes. It's just all fierce. of them. Yeah. And their extensions. I don't know who does their extensions. Could have said hair. Yep. But wow. Wow. Those lash extensions mm. just all the way up there. Oh yeah. Lash yeah. extensions. I didn't even know that that was an option to like yeah. have those glued in long term with like prof- a professional person using I don't know. I want to say like uh, medical grade. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Medical grade glue to get those lashes on for long term. Because otherwise it's just like, I don't know. I've always used the cheap stuff where it's just gummy. Me too. And so when you peel it off, it's just like, okay, now I have to, I'm rubbing right above my lash line. Now I have to get the goo off. I didn't know that extensions were an option. Lash extensions don't last forever. No. Just like regular hair extensions. I know nothing about lash extensions. Do we know collectively in this room how long they last? Do you? Because I don't. I do you? Have you looked into this? I'm going to take a stab. I don't know anything about this. I'm going to take a stab at it. I'm going to say like four weeks. Okay. Like long enough where you can do your lashes and your haircut all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And like maybe they can go longer. But likely, Mm -hmm. I don't know, if you touch your face or you have like bits all up in your eye. I think they might be, I don't know, if you sleep on your face, they might not last as long. But if you sleep with like right. a mask, you know, variables. If you have one of those Manta masks. Oh my goodness. That's why That's why you need the little divot. Mm-hmm. You need the divot, like the donut, <laughs> to go around your eyes yes. and not a flat one. It's for your lash extensions. What was the Sesame Street character that had the big lashes that was... Snuffleupagus? Thank you. Snuffleupagus. Yeah. Yes, that's all I'm seeing and thinking right now. Oh, beautiful lashes. Like, original diva right there. Gorgeous. <laughs> Fierce. Gorgeous. <laughs> Fabulous. Power and eyes. The Kardashians. I love it. Mm. Well... I feel like we've really sussed through that 
that one. Are you ready wow. for? I wasn't expecting that. How delightful. I mean, I, mean, I was because I picked them, but then I didn't know what you were going to pick. Best friend game. Wow. So many elements of surprise in this game. Okay, I'm going with the middle card now. All right. Middle one. I'm going to go with that one. All right. It is card number three. Oh, wow. If you were an animal, what animal would you be? <gasps> oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. I would be a hippopotamus. <laughs> A hippopotamus. A hippopotamus. Which is my favorite animal. Uh, for sure. What is it about hippos that speak to you for it being <sighs> your animal? So much. I love, okay, so I love how fierce hippos are. And I think they're like, they're kind of unexpectedly fierce, in my opinion, because you always see pictures of hippos and they're chilling in the river. They're hanging with their friends. It's just spa time. Spa day every day for hippos, right? They're hanging out in the mud. They're eating some seaweed. I mean, they're they just, just have their mouth open. Yeah, it's just Birds are sitting on their teeth delightful. in my imagination, like in cartoons. It's absolutely mm -hmm. delightful. And so it's just spa time they value self-care mm -hmm. they love hanging out with their friends uh they're great mothers and they're fierce they're very yes. loyal and they're fierce like you do not mess with a hippo man i mean they they may look cute like little pale shreks but <laughs> they are not shreks. they are not cute and cuddly no 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 they will murder you straight up but they're giant mm -hmm. Jaws. That's the other thing, too. I mean, hippos, when they open up their mouths, it's like their jaws unhinge. It's so wild. It's like watching one of those snakes that just swallow mice whole. Yeah. Or and, a rabbit. And it just like, it's all jaw and hugeness, and yes. it shouldn't be able to open that wide. It breaks my brain. Yeah. And just as a child who grew up in the 90s on Disney, mm -hmm. I watched the movie Fantasia. And the second to last little uh, vignette, I guess, is with these dancing hippos and they're all in tutus. And it was so cute. And so I grew up thinking that hippos were super cute and good dancers. Yeah, <laughs> hippos are good dancers. And I don't know. I've never personally asked a hippo if they took dance lessons or like dancing. So I can't answer that one you can't but, speak to that at this moment yeah but, but they are not cute and cuddly mm -hmm. turns out what about you what animal would you be the animal that in this moment in this moment of samantha right now an otter came to mind mm, what about otters it's like this season of my life where we're being cozy um we're laying on our back and like you know, smacking things on our tummy and having little snacks and just um, taking care of business. Ooh, also like friendship. Mm -hmm. They, I've seen otters hold hands, which makes me have a feeling. So in this moment right now of Samantha, I'm just feeling an otter. Also, I've seen them in person and while they are stinky, I still think they're very cute. Yeah. I've seen them at the zoo mm -hmm. and it's like, wow, you guys are, you guys are really smelly. But if you stand back a little bit, then it's okay. Are otters smellier than penguins? Like, where's this? Because in my opinion, 
the penguin house at the zoo mm-hmm. is always the smelliest. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think that might be a fish element, but I mean, I guess otters also, I don't know the diet of the otter or the diet of the penguin, but I think that's also a contributing factor to yeah. how the enclosure smells. Yeah, 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 yeah. It for sure does. And usually I've seen otters, at least at the Minnesota Zoo, uh-huh. where I've seen otters, they have an outdoor area, which I think helps filter some of the smell. Yeah, the breeze. There's a gust of wind through there. Yeah, there is. There is. So that's good. But I haven't met any otters out in the wild. Mm-hmm. Because that's just not where I typically play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. That's so cute. Otters do hold hands, which I think is adorable. They, just, they hold hands. And I think that's nice. Yes. And sometimes when they fall asleep on their backs, if they're with somebody, they'll hold hands so that they don't float away from yeah, each other. It's just just be close. I think that's so sweet. It's like inner tubing, you know? <laughs> on the lazy river. Yeah. And you'd go with your friends and you're like, okay, everybody. You know, grab onto my handle. I'll grab onto your tube handle. And then you're all connected and floating down the river (laughs) together. It's just like that. It's It's just just like that. It's just like that. (laughs) Oh, hippos and otters. Mm. Oh, I love that. Wow. Well. Tiny babies are real cute, too. I think this is a good time to take a stretch break. (gasps) Yes. And so, you know, if anyone out there wants to let us know what kind of animal you would be, Feel free to check out our Instagram, leave us a comment, and we'll be right back. Hey, AbPod listeners. Hope you're feeling groovy, and this episode is bringing a slice of nice to your day. Did you know you could follow AquariusBehavior.pod on Instagram to see weekly episode updates and behind-the-scenes podcast pictures? Yeah, it's true. You can also email the show at AquariusBehavior.pod at gmail.com to share your friendship stories or suggest a segment. Stay hydrated, buddies. Now on with the show. I'm excited to find out what animal I identify with next time we talk about how we feel. (laughs) Apparently mine is changeable. Of course, Mm. because who will you be later? Who knows? In the future. In the future. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Aquarius Behavior. We're playing the best friend game today. Yeah, we are. We got two cards left, and it's either my right hand or my left hand. Oh, man. Wait, is it your right or my right? Is it stage stage right right? or stage left? I still don't remember (laughs) the difference. difference. And I was co-president of my high school's Thespian Society. You were in the Thespian Society? I don't remember. Oh my. It's been too long. It's been too long. Uh, Amazing. Okay. Well, as I'm looking at it, if I'm you would like to gesture. going to take right, which I believe is stage right. So I'm the stage right card. Yes. In my left the viewers hand. looking. Yes. Uh-huh. Here it is. What is that one? It is number 111. Oh, 111. What reality TV show? Would you want to make an appearance on? <gasps> oh, mm. oh my goodness! Take a moment. Think about oh. all the good reality TV that's been happening since the early 2000s. Well, especially right now. Mm. So reality TV is back. Uh, mm, interesting, interesting, interesting. So I watch a lot of. Sometimes I watch some not so classy reality shows. Like I don't want to be on the Jersey Shore. Hmm. But I also watch things like the Great British Baking Show. 
mm-hmm. which could be fun. I just think I would really embarrass myself, though. <laughs> like on the Great British Baking Show? Yeah, on the Great British Baking Show. Would you have a soggy bottom? Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yes. Yes. I would not do well with their um, like their blind challenge where they just give you the recipe. So they give you the recipe, but there's things missing. Like they'll give you all the ingredients, but they don't give you all of the amounts or the time or the uh, length that it needs to be baked at or sometimes even the like degree that the oven needs to yes. be set at. They're just like, oh, bake muffins. <laughs> And you're like, until okay, <laughs> until they're done. <laughs> like they give you the list, but then they don't have like how long you're supposed to whip whatever you're whipping. And oh, so sure, it's like, yeah. is it how long do you whip the whip? Yep. Soft no peaks, one knows. It's stiff peaks. It's ev- anyone's guess. I do like how it levels out with Great British Baking Show, but I can understand why just the technical expertise that's needed to be in that show now if you had that is that if you could have like the skills to participate in the show because i think that's also adjacent like you know would you you have done the things you could participate and possibly win see no i'm like literally going off of it's just morgan i'm looking at this like it is me okay this is not an alternate reality that i'm imagining where like i have the physical upper body strength to be able to be on the show Survivor Mm -hmm. so that I can spear my own fish and survive. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Yep. Because I don't live in that world. Okay. (laughs) So this is for... But also, if I had, I think, you know, it's like, if I had the drive, you know, it's like, I would train for that. Totally. But I'm not going to train to be on Survivor. So that's not my show. So, so that's how say, I'm approaching this question. Yeah, you're going to, you can go on a show and you have time to train for it. Yeah, if you want to. But if like, you want to. That's how I'm interpreting this question. Okay. You may interpret different mm-hmm. as you're thinking of your answer. But that is, that's where my headspace has been at. Like, okay, this is me today in this moment as who I am. What would I do? So okay i've got it it's the antiques roadshow (laughs) i didn't know if there could be a perfect answer but that might be it (laughs) which technically is reality tv it is technically it's not episodic but it's technically uh reality tv Mm -hmm. so uh interesting 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 yep so that's my answer I would love that. And either way, seriously, it's just like I would love to bring in something and find out it's like worth a fortune. I would also love to bring in something. And then they're like, I'm so sorry. This was a cereal box prize. And you thought that your great great grandmother carried it over from the old country and on a boat. No. <laughs> Incorrect. You could throw it in the garbage. Oh, my gosh. Antique Roadshow is iconic. Because I love the Antiques Roadshow. Mm. So uh, that would be my answer. That's like, yeah, that would be a total dream come true. Just either way. That would be fun. You just get to look at treasures all day or trash all day and talk about it and get the stories. It's the stories that people tell. That's what always gets me about Antiques Roadshow. It's just like, yes, please tell me a story about what your grandmother brought over from the old country and 
take 10 minutes, tell me all the little details, Mm -hmm. and then tell me if it's real or not. Yes. (laughs) I literally, as I'm thinking about what is in my home, I literally don't have anything that could qualify (laughs) to go on the Antiques Roadshow. Is there something that you would bring to try and like fake out your way to get to the table? Like you could pass all of the people who were like, you know, you're in line with your thing. And there's like people you get through the first couple rounds and you make it to like where the cameras are. Is there something in your home <laughs> that you could be like, okay, this, this oh, is an no. antique desk. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like, okay. Listeners, have... do you guys have anything in your home that you could fake to get to the cameras at the Antique Roadshow? Yeah. Tell us on Instagram. <laughs> like, how would you dupe your way up there? Or do you actually have some sort of cool family heirloom? Oh, yeah. No, also tell us about that. <laughs> You're like, I'm going to bring this. I don't know. I have like old stuff, but none of it's in good condition. <laughs> okay. And none of it has. A story, I don't think. But I guess that's the whole point of Antiques Roadshow is that people go on that show all the time saying that. Or like, oh, I got this at a yard sale for 50 cents and it's worth $50,000. So and everyone uh, cries and it's beautiful. So maybe now as I'm saying all this, mm-hmm. it just seems like maybe that's the whole point, right? Of going and I'm just one of those people. You have a lot I, of treasures. It's just this classic trope of the Antiques Roadshow. Mm-hmm. And I am that stereotype <laughs> who's like, I don't have anything worthwhile and I'm just going to come here for fun. I'm just going to have a girls weekend and have fun. I'm just going to grab this vase off the shelf because. And then you're the one who's grabbed out of the lineup by some older person who looks like they know antiques. And they say, you there with the goblet. <laughs> Get over here. <laughs> Maybe. This is from the 12th century. Wow. The Knights Templar <laughs> brought it over to America, <laughs> saved it <laughs> from Atlantis. <laughs> from Atlantis. <laughs> and it turns out that this used to belong to Zeus, and now you have the ultimate power <laughs> and three wishes. Oh man. Oh yeah. So that's nice. There it was. That was my answer. (laughs) This took a while. I don't know if you saw me just totally like days out for a little bit because then my brain just started going through like yeah. Sometimes we have to all of the options. We have to access this is amazing. How many reality shows can (sighs) we think of and which one is going to make it in the upper Antiques Roadshow was like mind a back pocket move, Morgan, and I'm impressed. That was, was not trying... even in my like realm of, I was thinking produced, you know. Correct. Like, Me too. But, uh, I don't know, but I'm going to whip it out. It might be controversial. Like if you don't think that's reality TV, let us know in the comments of Instagram. Tell me exactly We'd love, how you feel. I would love to engage with you in a conversation about that because mm-hmm. I'm going to say it is. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sam, you've had some time to think about yours. I have. And while I... Antiques Roadshow was gorgeous. I'm my first gut instinct. Hell's Kitchen. I oh. want Gordon Ramsay oh, yes. to yell at me. I think that, I mean, in maybe 2015, like 17 seasons of Hell's Kitchen 
mm-hmm. came on like Hulu or whatever. And my sister and I marathoned all of them. And there's just something about Hell's Kitchen, the way they film it, the way that they can kind of set you up for success, kind of not set you up for success, and the challenges. And ultimately, like, you know, the winner gets like a restaurant and Gordon Ramsay, but like, I think that me as Samantha, while I wouldn't be able to make it to the end, I could at least like get into the first couple rounds and like mm-hmm. try my hand at like, you know, the scallops or a risotto. You know, I've mm-hmm. watched that risotto be made 700 times, just them stirring so quickly with the fork and their parboiled rice and whisk, 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 and 90 seconds for the scallop. It's just. I the technical knowledge, like you were saying with Bake Off, mm-hmm. if I have some of the technical knowledge for those things, where it's like, I think I could do okay. Mm-hmm. I think that Gordon Ramsay would probably spit out the food I made at some point in the show, but also isn't that kind of like a badge of honor <laughs> too? Like, yeah. oh, Gordon Ramsay, <laughs> spit on yeah. my food. Cool, cool, cool. A little bit. Something has to be raw. Uh, like at some point, something has to be raw yeah. that you cook or well, you don't cook because that's kind of the point. And I think that being in a kitchen for me, I am not a person who yells. I am not a person mm-hmm. who like will communicate very clearly. I have to think about what I'm going to say and then I might not even say it the right way if I try. Mm-hmm. And so working in a kitchen like it's so opposite of my communication style that I think it would just be really interesting and also really stressful and like Mm, (laughs) a huge, like, you know, learning something. So I think that I'm just so curious about Mm -hmm. what that would be like. So that's my answer. Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay. I would absolutely watch you on Hell's Kitchen. (laughs) That'd be so fun. Oh my gosh. Like I'm already envisioning your career on that show for sure. And I love they do all of the different themed, like each challenge is a different themed thing. So sometimes they're like, hey, idiots, guess what? You're catering a 16 year old's birthday party. Oh my gosh. And then they come in and like a teenager brings like their three friends and they're like, Mm -hmm. all right, here's what we're looking for. And Gordon Ramsay's like, yes. Okay, great. All right, chefs go do the thing. (laughs) And then you get to watch the reaction. It's just, it's just such a fun concept and it just looks like a blast. And also I would get to stretch some muscles that I, I don't get to stretch often. Yes. You've always, I've always thought it's been very fun for me. I should say to like watch you in the kitchen because I, have one of those brains where like I follow a recipe and I don't really know all the things that go together. And so if I don't have an ingredient, it's just, oh no, we've hit the end of the line here and now I need to order some delivery. (laughs) Um, But you would do some fun things uh, when we were hanging out in your condo and you would just like clean out your cupboards. And so what did you call that when you would just take random ingredients that you had left over? Oh, it was from um, MasterChef, which is another Gordon Ramsay adjacent thing. But okay. it's um, mix box or yeah, mystery box. It's yes. A mystery box challenge. Yes. So whenever when my sibling and I lived together, it was like, hey, just get out like 10 ingredients that sound good to you and just put them on the counter. And that's going to mm-hmm. be the mystery box challenge. And then I'm going to go in there and make something. It's a fun way to stretch the brain. Yes, totally. Yes. So I could definitely see you on that show and thriving like you. And like you said, you may not make it to the end, but I mean, 
you would for sure be a fan favorite. And it's not about getting to the end. It's about the journey, right? Some of the most iconic characters from any of the reality shows, they're not always the winners. Like from Survivor, there are three or four people because you already said Survivor and that was also another one that was way up there. And now that I said MasterChef, that's also in the realm. But there's the people that you think of from reality shows. It's like you're not necessarily the one that won. Mm -hmm. You're the one who had the journey, had the fight, had the the moments. So, yeah, man. Good answer. Good answer. Good answers for this one was excellent all around. Well done. Mm -hmm. Oh, that was invigorating. All right. So we have. This is our last one. Okay. It's our last one. Morgan. Card number 19. What is your go-to fast food restaurant? Note, it must have a drive-thru. Must have a drive-thru. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Cool. Okay. <laughs> so this does change for me. I go in phases of things, right? This can be seasonal. Yeah, this can be a seasonal answer. It's seasonal. Sometimes it's just like, oh, my gosh, I'm feeling nostalgic for something I had in college. Right now, it's Sonic. Mm obsessed with sonic there's one very close to my home and so sometimes when i'm driving in the right direction at the right time between the hours of 2 and 4 p.m when it's happy hour (laughs) i can stop and get a cherry limeade for half off and i like their pretzel twists the pretzel twists were recently introduced to my world through you morgan Mm -hmm. and they were life-changing yeah. They come with a little cheese cup. It does. It comes with a little cheese cup. It is just the right amount of snack. Mm-hmm. And the it's a nice pretzel, snack. it's slightly sweet bread. Just slightly. It's interesting. And it took me back <laughs> the first time I had it because I just wasn't expecting it. And and now I love it. It's like, wow, you really punched this up with flavor, Sonic. And I appreciate that. And that has just totally been my jam. Sonic drive through And I don't, that's the thing. I don't park because I just don't want to sit there, even though that's the novelty of Sonic is that they have, you know, the drive up. I do drive through. Well, and normally in the summer, at least when back in the day, when we used to go back in the day, they would have rollerblades on or roller skates on and they'd be running around. And now not so Mighty much. impressive. Like... Are people still rolling around on rollerblades and roller mm-hmm. skates at Sonic? Or are they just running out with their little feet? Yeah. Do it in the summer? Oh, yeah. No. They can't rollerblade and roller skate I just, in the snow. I just had the, wow, ice skates would be really beautiful in that parking lot. <gasps> oh. But then the cars would have a tough time driving. See, we can't oh, have both. A good point. So, like, the beautiful optics of how that would look with, like, you know, your Sonic person with the I tray. I just got really excited about and, that. And, like, the hat. And, and they have their lights. scarf. Yep. And yeah, then, colored lights going mm-hmm, on. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's holiday themed. I mean... That's a great idea. It is someone should talk to Sonic <laughs> about ice skates on the people who run the food out. Because hear me out, hear me out. I don't hear think me out. it's a problem. Hear me out. Yeah. Okay. There's a bridge that yes. goes over the drive-through area uh-huh. so that we're not endangering the vehicles. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh. So that's what we do. I love that. 
oh, this is a great idea. Okay, I can't get swept up in this because we'll keep going with this for Sweet too long. Sweet me up, Sonic. Wow, that's exciting. <laughs> um, Yeah, but that's my answer. Right now it's Sonic, and it's just one of those things, too, where I'm just like, oh, sometimes... I don't need a whole other caffeine with an extra shot of espresso. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just need a little bit of sugar and and that's going to get me going. And like just like a fun little snack. Yeah. And a little snack mm-hmm. to get me through the rest of my day. Because we can do it, you guys. <sighs> collectively. Yeah. And it's just the perfect amount. Yum. Now I want that. Mm-hmm. That sounds great. Mm. We can go there after this. <laughs> right. Dude. Mine? What's yours? Taco Bell. Old standby <gasps> forever. Mm. It's like I'm sitting here like, well, I could say, you know, like Kane's chicken fingers. That's totally a runner up there. But you know what? A cheesy gordita crunch mm-hmm. will always be there for me. It'll always be there for me, Morgan. And the lettuce will be crispy and fresh. Mm-hmm. And the cheese will be all lovely and melty. And they won't have all weird, uneven combinations because our location cares. And they do a great job getting everything put together and wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Although I will tell you, the last time they got a cheesy gordita crunch, whoever put it into the bag, put it in upside down. And Eric grabbed it from the bag. And it was just not quite wrapped. So then he just grabbed it, pulled it up. All the fixins fell out, and oh, he no. came out just with the the cheese and the tortilla <laughs> and the shell. It was oh, all God. cheesed correctly, so all of that part came out, but all the rest was at the bottom. <laughs> Cheesy gordita crunch. I am a consistent woman when it comes to my Taco Bell. Can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. You just know what you're getting into. It's. I, I feel like everyone kind of has that drive through place or yeah. you have that at like different drive throughs where it's like, okay, if I'm at this place, old standby, what's, yes. what's your old standby? <laughs> you know, it's always going to be there. Yeah. Rain or shine. Cheesy gordita crunch. Taco Bell. That's like, that reminds me of college. Mm-hmm. That's like late night college food for me. And so I feel very nostalgic about yeah. that. Mm. <laughs> Maybe throw in a little burrito just in case. Just in case you're feeling like a little bit of an extra snack. I mean, do you remember? Do they still have those churro puff things? Sometimes. Occasionally, yes. Nacho fries? Nacho fries? We haven't even talked about nacho fries. Border fries? Do you remember the little circles that were tater tots (gasps) a thousand years ago? Is this like their form of potato Olays from Taco yes, John's? Yes, totally, 100%. Okay, cool. Yeah, they cool, came cool, with a cool, little cool, cheesy cool. dipping sauce. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, I really like podcasting after dinner. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> this is a great That's one delicious. to end on. It's like all of these foods, now I need a snickety snack. <laughs> I didn't bring anything down for podcasting. That's so unusual for me. We're just, we're There's hydrating. No ASMR. Well, we have to save it sometimes. We can't give... We can't give the people what they want every single time, Morgan. We have to leave them wanting more, saying there just wasn't enough ASMR in this episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, this is not an ASMR podcast, okay? Sure isn't. <laughs> it's not what it is. Mm-hmm. No. Wow. Well, uh, in closing, Virgo season blazes on here. We're in the final week. Bless it. Power. Abundance. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I I think I'm just like, I'm so tired. You've I'm, been busy, girl. I'm so tired. Man. Dude, it's just like all of the things. We talked last week. We had our astrology episode of like, here's what's going on in the sky. The, the moon is doing all these weird things. All of these retrogrades are happening. 
Yeah, what did you say? Like we're just feeling it, man. An ungodly amount of oh. plants, planets. Excuse me, not plants. Planets. No. You told me that like an ungodly amount of planets were in retrograde, and I had no idea. So we just have some things ganging up on us, you know. No, no, no. some things, some variables that we have to be aware of, and it's yeah. feeling sleepy. It's not necessarily a negative thing. But I'm feeling my energy. My energy has waned. Yeah, your and energy am, waxes and wanes. And I am feeling that. Oh, it's been a wild Virgo season. Oh, my gosh. Especially because of Mercury. Just being in the retrograde and we're in Virgo. Virgo and Mercury. Mwah. They're besties. Smoosh your hands together. Smoosh They're besties. <laughs> So yeah, the words, the words have been hard. The communication. Oh, it's been fuzzy. The communication. It's all been been fuzzy. fuzzy. Mm -hmm. I know. So, um, so that's what's happening. If you were curious, because this is Aquarius behavior, and sometimes we do talk about astrology all the time. Um, (laughs) Sometimes we talk about astrology all the time. Correct. Sometimes we do all the time. Uh, So that's what's happening. And next week, Sam. People can tune in for Northanger Abbey book nook. Oh my gosh, Northanger I cannot Abbey wait. part one. New content for both of us. I can't wait to yell about the Regency era. Yeah, and this is a short one. It's a short book. It's a short book. A little hundred pages. You said I had mm-hmm. to listen to. Mm-hmm. I'm ready. You got it. You got this, girl. Oh, yes. Well, tune in next week. We're gonna talk book nook. Until then. Love and abundance. Bye.